Hi, and welcome to the Magical Soul Healing Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Mazzo. I'm known online as Jess the Empress. I started this podcast as a way to support people. I am very passionate about mental health, tarot, and astrology, and combining all those perspectives so that individuals can do better, so that they can improve their lives, improve their well-being, improve the quality of their day-to-day. And I'm bringing all of that passion onto this online space, onto this podcast. So I really hope that these episodes support you. I'm so excited to hang out. I'll see you soon in the episode and I'm sending you love. Hey friends, how are you? I hope that you are doing all right. All right, so I am here with a personal share. We're going to get into it. Um, What have I been up to? Honestly, just trying to get my shit together. (laughs) All right, so I have been looking at my schedule for the rest of the year when it comes to business. And what I did last quarter is not going to work this quarter because going over numbers shows me that some of the things just didn't get the results I wanted and that happens that is the energy of doing business sometimes we put in effort time blood sweat tears and we get a big fat zero on the scoreboard (laughs) and I didn't actually get a zero on the scoreboard but let's say it's a low score okay it's not something that I'm happy about but I don't always have to like everything you know so I'm now sitting in this place of wondering what's next, wondering what to do. Um, But I've decided to take the month of September off as my fall break. And I've mentioned this in personal shares before, but when I look ahead long, long, long term, I want what I'm doing to be sustainable. I want to be sustained in what I do. And this means having seasons off. So I'm going to take off the month of September and I'm hoping that what I want will come to me between now and then (laughs) so that way I can work on it, um, create it and then have it live um, October and November, December. So the rest of the year for y'all, for anybody consuming content from me. Um, But yeah, I've been working on my calendar, organizing it. I know that my window for work is expanding and I'm really excited about it. I also want to make sure that it's, like I said, like it's balanced, you know. And so for a while I had mentioned things I thought I was going to do on the podcast, like, oh, okay, I might do card, like live card pulls and things like that. So now I have to create the schedule for it create that pocket to show up in and then do it, which it's not difficult. It's just getting things organized on top of the other things that I'm managing. So no excuses, but just, you know, knowing like it's going to take some time to get to the place where those things can go out consistently, but I am excited about it and it's on deck. So I'm stoked. Um, let's see. I've been working on quite a few things around the apartment, so that's been really nice. 
I mentioned this on another, either another podcast episode or something, but I was talking about a personal project of touching up the nicks in one of these um, sets of furniture that I bought because I got a dining room set and it's so cute. It's white and light wood, but it was used, which is not a problem. It's like gently used. So the white needs to be touched up. So that's a project I'm going to do. Um, when am I recording this? Today's July 17th. So I'm hoping to get that done by, let's just say the end of August. So it's a very like loose goal, not a priority, obviously with that timeline, but there's a lot of other things popping up. So I contract on several different websites and one of them came to me and offered me an opportunity to make a little bit of extra money doing a project. And I'm really stoked about that. So again, that's putting me in the seat of organizing my time, of showing up, of getting it done. And <clears throat> I feel really grateful um, because they didn't choose everybody for this. There's a select group of us that got chosen. And to me, this just speaks volumes to the work that I do knowing that when I show up consistently people do see it even if it's not in the ways that I think you know I believe in my head okay cool it's going to be like on Instagram and I'm going to have more engagement and maybe more follow the following will grow even though like growth on Instagram isn't my priority it is more engagement and um, clients getting clients but I think that's what's going to happen, right? I believe that's what's going to happen in my head. And then what happens is like, you know, uh, a manager from one of the companies I contract with turns around and she's like, love your work, love what you do, love your presentation. You're consistent here. We want to pay you for this project. And here's what we expect. I've already signed the contract. So things do come to me. It's just, whoa, well, I didn't think it was going to be that way. And I'm grateful. I'm not upset about it. Again, this just is information showing me what I can continue to do and what I need to adjust. So another thing, um, another thing is just being quiet, having quiet time. And I mean real quiet time where I'm working on my puzzle, where I'm reading my book. I don't have music on I don't have you know YouTube playing in the background or anything and that's been really helpful for being centered and grounded which is something I definitely need with the amount of work that I'm walking into and I want to encourage you to create these moments in your day because they really are a game changer And it's not always, you know, a long period of time. Sometimes all that I genuinely do have is 15 minutes. And, but I use that 15 minutes. I just, again, I'm I'm quiet. (laughs) I'm like enjoying the sound of nothing. Um, Well, for me, if my neighbors aren't being loud upstairs, I do get to hear the ocean. Uh from my apartment, so I've been enjoying that. Um, 
Lately they haven't been home, so that's been extra good because they can be so loud. So what else has been going on? I'm on my period right now, and I've got some pretty bad back spasms. So if you can hear that my breathing is a little bit labored, it's just because there's some significant tightness in my back. I've used the foam roller. I've um, done some yoga stretches, but it's still there. I've taken some Advil as well. It's helped a little bit, but I'm, I'm still feeling some pain. And as far as, like, the female flow goes, yeah, periods have been, as far as, like, color and everything, they're really healthy. They're bright. They're beautiful. Love the flow. They've been so heavy over the last mm, maybe three months. And I'm not used to it. And they're, all, they're also lasting, like, six days, which that's something I'm not used to. Typically, my periods would be light um, in about four days. But it's okay. Things change. <laughs> I'm just learning to flow with it. I'm learning to slow down. As much as I can rally myself to like go to the gym and do all the things when I'm on my period, this week I chose not to. I've been sleeping in. I've been really kind to myself, really nourishing, and just reminding myself that a week off is not a problem unless I start to tell myself all these stories and then I'll spiral and like what that does is misuses my energy and then of course I'm tired from spiraling but then I like want to project that into the future and be like oh I'll never have the energy to do this again like very Leo dramatic <laughs> so I gotta watch myself I gotta check myself before I wreck myself when I'm when I'm faced honestly when I'm faced with that choice to either go down the slippery slope or maintain a realistic perspective about my body about my health mindset all the things um, let's see. I honestly don't even have a script in front of me. I'm just winging it today on the personal share. Um, romance in my life has been really wonderful. Uh, I have an amazing, I have an amazing partner and I'm really happy. And I've really been enjoying spending time, uh, with him. We get to carve out like this really cool bubble <laughs> like away from the world when we're together and it's something that means a lot to me it's really special I feel I feel really good I feel like <sighs> relief I guess would be the, one of the better words about love and not that I was I'm not ever worried about love like to be clear, I don't have that type of fear of like, I'll never find a person. Like, I'm, I'm not that person. Um, but the relief comes from feeling seen. The relief comes from feeling loved. The relief comes from feeling safe. And that's really exciting to me. So I've just been letting myself fall, you know, fall in love, fall into the relationship, fall into the safety, opening up to the vulnerability, which is like, ah, <laughs> freaking scary. Um, 
And we're creating a foundation. You know, it's something that takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. If you've ever heard me talk about relationships, especially on Instagram, I'm one of those people where I believe that it takes two people turning towards each other over and over and over and over again to create that foundation, to create that safety. Communication has to be, you know, number one, learning how to trust, learning how to go out on that limb and say, you know what? I'm thinking that this is about me, but my partner is saying that it's not. I'm going to trust that. I'm going to move forward. And um, yeah, like not personalizing. That's a bit, that's what I meant to say. Um, And it's it's learning how to do it all over again and how to do it with a totally different person, which is so exciting because everybody has their own, you know, vibe that they bring to the table. And I'm, um, I'm really happy. So that's a little, you know, romantic update. Now, for my own personal romance, for what I'm doing for myself, I have been, you know, y'all know that I love buying flowers, so I've been consistently buying flowers, which are cute. I currently have this bouquet of, they're white roses, but they have pink on the outer edges, and then there's baby's breath. There's also these light purple, I don't even know what they are, I'm sorry, I want to say they're like chrysanthemums, but they're probably not, that's probably not right, but they look like chrysanthemums, and then there's a big golden sunflower in the middle of the bouquet, it's so freaking cute, it's sitting on my dining room table, I've also been enjoying face masks um like the spa kind not the covid kind even though if i had to wear the covid kind i would you know for like but it's not mandated in mexico um anymore but anyway so spa face masks i've been doing those so i have a weekly reminder on my calendar to do them and I bought a whole bunch of different ones. You know how you can go to like whatever Target if you're in the states is like and Walmart and stuff. There's this cute little beauty store over here called Dax D A X, and over here I mean in Mexico in Tijuana, and that's where I get all of the beauty supplies from that I want. And so I've bought hydrating ones, face peeling ones, toning ones. I bought like five or six of them. So I have like a month's worth of face masks and I'm happy about that. It feels like a really loving and kind romantic gesture that I can give to myself. It's about signaling to my body. This is the time to relax. This is how you love your skin and this is how you show up for yourself. So that feels really, really good to be in that routine, to be in that habit And of course, journaling, that is another way that I romanticize my life because I personally think that it's romantic when you have a conversation with yourself, just like you'd have a conversation with a lover. So I talk to myself like I talk to the people around me. And when I have these moments of like, oh my God, you're freaking out, I will journal. Oh my God, you're anxious, I will journal. Oh my God, you're feeling some type of way about how you look, I will journal. And I put everything down on paper. It's really helpful for me to see it. And it's, again, about establishing and continuing to maintain a romantic and healthy relationship with myself. You know, if I'm not communicating with myself, what am I even doing? (laughs) Like, what am I even doing? 
I guess I would be on autopilot, um, which it's not, autopilot's not bad. Like we're all going to be in autopilot, but there are things I do want to be in autopilot for and other things I don't like running, love to be an autopilot on running or walking where you're just like in a zone and you're not thinking about anything. You're just kind of like doing. So yes, the shadow work, the light work, I've been doing it all with the journaling and showing up for myself to be kind. That's the biggest thing. You know, kindness isn't always about saying things like sugarcoating it. Sometimes it's like, girl, I love you and you're slipping. <laughs> girl, I love you and you're tripping. So that is also self-kindness because, 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 I was like very <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Um, thank you for listening to me break out in song. But I want I want to be successful. I want to prevent as much burnout as possible. I want to remain focused and dedicated. And so when I find myself going off track, what is more kind than pulling myself back, you know? But that requires accountability. That requires going within. That requires setting up expectations and standards for myself. You know what I mean? Um... And another thing, another form of of love that I've been giving myself is just when this bully in my head shows up and wants me to compare myself to other people, whether it's their looks, their progress, how much they're making, I, I will talk to that bully and I'll be like, you know what, I... If you're here, whatever, but like you're not going to talk to me like that. I'm not going to accept that as a form of communication. If you want to connect with me, this bully part of me, you're going to need to figure out another way because this is I'm only talking to you to communicate that I'm not interested in the way you're speaking to me. It's disrespectful and I'm not going to stand for it. And then I will turn my attention to something else. And that's been a really powerful action step for me is that internal conversation for me when I'm on my period that bully is so loud and I've talked to other women about this and they have very similar experiences obviously it's hormonal and it might be I think with with the psychological I think it's part of the healing that women have to do our healing work I feel like to me, this might be very woo-woo, but you know, you're here for it. So it feels very ancestral. It feels like I'm doing this like deep work where this part of me is so in my DNA. I mean, it feels like I can't distinguish, I can't figure out like, where did this part of me come from? Like, what is this? Like, who the fuck is beating me up so bad? Like, where did I learn that? And I think that it's just been carried in the psyche of women for so long to belittle, to compare, to fall into this trap. And of course, I could look at outside marketing. I could look at how I was raised. I could do all of that. And, and even when I figure those things out and I say, okay, yeah, sure, maybe that this one thing I have with like 
you know, my thighs was because someone said something when I was 14. Sure, I get that. That makes sense. But, like, it's deeper than that, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's still deeper than that. It just feels so incredibly... I don't even have a word. I just know that it's a part of my psyche, and I know that other women feel the same. And I think it's really interesting. And so I've been observing it. And I've also, like I said, been responding to it where I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to mama bear myself. I'm going to fiercely protect the part of me that deserves better, right? Like, I'm not going to stand for this, so fuck off. And that's, like, exactly what I say. Um, So, yeah, the internal conversations have been pretty good. I've, I've been feeling motivated. There, It's been easier for me to get on board with staying focused. So I feel that the depressive energy is on its way out. And that's really cool. It's been a little slow, but you know, that's how it is sometimes. Sometimes it comes and goes at a different pace, a little faster. I've been loving the house. I have a little pool in the backyard, which is cute because I get to maintain it. It's like a small pool, so it's nothing like crazy. Um, but I'll go out there and clean it out, scrub it, make sure it's nice and cute for the next round, fill it back up. I don't know why, but like something I love doing is filling my pool up with water. It just feels so good. It's just like this big body of water. Well, like I said, it's not big, but it's a bigger body of water (laughs) that I can jump into and it looks really cute and clean and like, I'm really enjoying the pool. Today, it's not even sunny, so I can't even get in, but it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. There will be plenty of sunny days as there are out here, out here in Tijuana. Mm, What else is going on? I've been minding my business, creating a new flow showing up as best I can and letting that be enough, you know, and really reminding myself that my schedule is allowed to change, honestly, day to day if I want it to. Um, But coming up with this, you know, schedule for a new quarter, it's both exciting and hard. Um. But I'm learning how to bring more play to it. And that is how I'm challenging myself. Like It's a really good positive challenge of just being like, you know what? I actually don't need to take it so seriously. You know what? I put all this work into last quarter and it fucking failed. And you know what? That's life sometimes. I'm not a failure. I'm not a fucking failure because I have a whole new, fresh quarter in front of me that is literally asking for my attention, for my time, for my energy. And who knows what I'm going to do with it? I don't know yet. But if you're in this place, like, just give yourself permission to not know and go with the flow. You know? Okay, that's a lot of no's and flows. (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm catching myself saying um a lot. My apologies. It's good to catch it because then I can change it and do better for the next round. (laughs) 
I've got a little bit of money in this savings account. That's exciting. Let's talk about finances really quick. Well, here's the thing. For the first several months of the year, there's a good flow of energy. It's pretty common that between January and May, there's an influx of money. But I put that in my savings account because I typically end up going into it for the middle of the year because it slows down. And I was really curious about what this year would bring. It's the first year where things are opened up. There's more travel that people can do, opened up post-COVID. There's more traveling, so people are spending a lot of money on that. Plus, kids are out of school, so parents, you know, money is allocated to taking them on trips and stuff like that. And then September is typically putting money out for their kiddos. Most of my clients are parents. So putting their money out for kiddos and or getting back into daycare. So the middle of the year tends to be slow. But with that, again, comes the opportunity for me to recenter, to focus, to be consistent in my own practice and my own work. And that's great. You know, instead of I could, I could, which is what I used to do, I could freak out and be like, oh my God, it's slow, blah, 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 blah. But I've learned to save my money. I've learned that it's totally okay to pull out of my savings account. Like, I'm so fucking grateful that I have it. I'm so grateful because I don't even have to freak out. I don't have scarcity. I just know, like, this is the time. This is what it is. And I'm not the only one that has to do this. For many of my friends that are in the service industry, because let's face it, I am in the service industry. I'm in the industry of people. Therefore, as people fluctuate, as, um, oh my God, what's the word? I was going to say as society fluctuates, but that's not it. As the economy fluctuates, that's impacting my bottom line, you know? And uh, that's okay. Like, I I know what I signed up for. So I'm grateful that I can have a savings account. I'm grateful that I can pull money out and be like, bills paid, like feeling good. Are things feeling a little tighter? Sure. But that's not, that's not the worst case scenario for me, you know? So I've been, and I think, I also think it, yeah, it helps me like get crafty. Remember like the project of like touching up the, the, um, the table and chairs, the dining room set. I would I wouldn't do it if I weren't forced to like kind of not be able to spend as much as I want. <laughs> Cause I would be out spending money. I'd be out shopping or whatever. Um <laughs> so yeah, it helps me be creative. And I I like it. I ha- so with the finances, that's what's been going on. But I've got some got some dollars in the savings account, and I'm I'm grateful for that. The other thing I wanted to talk about that was triggering is that the the sites that I contract for switched up their pay scale. So instead of me making forty percent, I now make I think it's thirty six percent. Um. And I cried about that when they sent out those changes because that hurts me. I do not make a lot of money. I've said this time and time again. The reason I moved to Mexico is because I cannot afford to live in the United States. Doing what I do has has really required me to sacrifice a lot. And I've talked about filing for bankruptcy before, um, 
but yeah, there's a lot of debt that I haven't paid off and I'm literally still in, I would say more of a survival mode than a thriving mode because the savings again I have, it goes towards my bills, but those are my immediate bills. I'm not paying off my student loans or that debt. And well, that's not true. I've been paying off one of my student loans, but not all of them. And there's just, it's like a, it's like a huge number, but I've learned again, how to look at that and how to say, and how to accept it, how to accept it without going, without spiraling. And there are days where I will get triggered. Like I just watched a YouTube video with this chick and she's like 21 and she's like, I'm paying off my student loans and this is how much I make a year. And I'm like, fuck me. Like I'm thinking, God damn it. Like, oh, I want to make that much. You know, that's exactly what I would be doing. Um, but I also know that the, you know, the avenue that she took post school is completely different than I want to do. And, and she's not working for herself, you know, and that's okay. Um, I have to remind myself that I am where I am and I chose this and if I want to choose differently, I can, but I don't want to choose differently. I want to continue to do this to see what can happen and if what I want is achievable and I definitely want to make more money and I have no shame about that. My question to myself is how do I do that, right? Like how do I make more money? Do I need to become more marketable? Do I need to create more of a sales pitch on Instagram? That's where I'd like to find people on Instagram, TikTok, just regular people in the world who need support. That's my audience. But people who are ready to do the work, because if you work with me, you know, you're going to get, we're going to go in depth. I'm an in-depth person. Therefore, I bring that, like that's the space that I bring people into and we go in together. I definitely want to make more money. I don't have any shame about that, especially because the number that I make is so fucking low. I'm like, please, I could definitely make more money and be fine. Um, for a while, I used to have like shame about the number that I made. And sometimes I still, it gets triggered, right? When I told you I watched that YouTube video and I was like, oh my God, this chick makes this much and I only make this much and blah, blah, blah. Again, I found myself going into these old stories and I was like, no, no, no where you are is where you are and it what you make is okay are these other things over here like the debt is that there yeah okay like okay I see it I acknowledge it I feel like I'm doing my best and until I'm ready to do something different then I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing you know um but finances are okay. Like I said, I'm proud that I have this savings account. I'm proud that I I get to focus on like growing my bottom line. I get to use the money that I have to pay my bills and I'm not freaking out. I'm not like in scarcity. But, you know, uncovering triggers and being triggered tells me that I obviously still have more growth to do. But I also hope that that's financial growth, you know. And so when I got the email about them changing the pay scale, going from 40% to 36, I cried. You know, that's obviously not the news that I wanted to hear because it goes directly against my goal of making more money. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, like my money's being fucked with. I felt a little trapped. I felt, um, 
resentful. I felt angry. You know, there was a lot of emotion that came up when that email happened and, and part of me really wanted defeated. I feel like is another good word. I wanted to give up. I wanted to be like, fuck it. Like this is a sign. I shouldn't do this. I should just quit all this and apply for a nine to five and you know, whatever. But ultimately there's so many reasons why I don't do that. Um, you know, and I'm also really stubborn. <laughs> um, I believe in what I'm doing. And I know that it's still new because I started in 2018. And I am seeing this business through a global pandemic for two years. So couldn't have, put, couldn't have predicted that. Didn't know that was going to happen. So what am I going to do? You know, am I going to give up? No, I know that. And I would regret not trying. I would regret not keeping this going. I really would. So, so I have to do it. (laughs) Like just, I'm so compelled, but finances are okay. I go over my money every Monday. Um, there's another podcast episode I have called money Mondays and I give y'all the rundown of what I do which is cool. That way, if you want a little protocol or whatever to follow for saving, for looking at your money, for becoming comfortable with money, for continuing to grow your relationship with money, take a look at that or take a listen to that podcast. Um, And if you follow me on Instagram, just scroll through my feed and you'll see a Money Monday post. And that also has some details in it. So yeah, pretty cute, pretty cute. I'm going to take a drink of water. I'm feeling wrapped. I'm feeling good about this. I'm going to put it out into the world. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to me ramble. I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. If you want to become a subscriber, that would be amazing. I'm going to be recording episodes for just subscribers. So the personal episode, the personal shares, these ones, they go out for 48 hours without needing to subscribe and then it goes into the vault for subscribers so that you can come back to it anytime you want. It's also just a personal share and I don't want to have everything out there. You know, I want only people who are serious and usually it's my clients that are my subscribers as well. Um, like it just kind of stays in that tighter circle, which is what I like. So yeah, I'm going to be doing readings for just subscribers and I'm really excited about that. So again, there's a lot of new things coming. Just remember that I'm building the container for it to be sustainable. I do not want to burn out. So I'm looking at my calendar. I'm looking at my time. I'm looking at my energy. And I'm creating these special pockets for each little thing that I run. Um, So yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for your patience. I know that it's it has taken me a little while, but you know... We're in this for the long run. We're besties for life. So I will talk to you soon. Okay, 